Hello! Thanks for joining us on the very first episode of the Power of Three podcast. This series will be exploring being me. Every fortnightly episode is going to explore a different topic that we believe is important to our self-identity. This week, we'll be delving into being net natives. What does that mean, you may ask? Well, all three of us were born in the early 90s, which means by the early 2000s, when the internet started to boom, we were heading into our teens. I want to know what Dad and Liam remember about the internet in the noughties and explore exactly where they feel it may have prepared them for adulthood. Let's get to it. Do you guys remember the first time you got internet? Do you know like who your internet provider was? I distinctly remember because when my primary school was like behind my house, I actually saw them fit it. Really? I was like watching them do it. I was like, ah! That's um, amazing. I was quite, it was quite late though. It was like 2003. We got it. And it was NTL. NTL. Yeah. Did you not have AOL? Mm-mm. I had AOL. And it was also around the same time actually, 2003. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, I remember I was obsessed with like this Britannica program. So I always used to, like, go on the dial-up thing to... Oh, <laughs> dial-up. Dial-up. The thing is about dial-up is, one, it was really loud. It was, like, mm-hmm. literally, like, just the connection of the box. The box in the in the wall that you had to have retrofitted into a place that you wanted to actually have your computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that you could be like, oh, okay, I need the box over there, not where the telephone would be. I need it somewhere where I can actually put a computer. <laughs> yeah. Our telephone line was, like in the living room like at, by the TV that wasn't going to work but like no did you not get like the 20 meter ones to like and we had like, someone like yeah. like get do an extra access point into the dining room and then there was that box that made up it and then AOL like <laughs> it was like it was like bloody um, having a, a fire stage fire truck in your in your house just to dial on and so then when it came it was like welcome Taylor, <laughs> you have email. <laughs> I'm using my mum's friend's computer and it did that. And the noise is like, like it's so like piercing in your ear. Mm. It's like, God. With dial-up though, you have to wait for someone to get off the other line. Yeah. To mm. The phone line in order to use the... <laughs> the internet <laughs> if I want the internet now I could just pick up my phone and yeah. I can do we're something. on it right now yeah, yeah we're using, we're the, using internet. the internet yeah. right now just to, and for those that don't know AOL was much like Sky Broadband or BT Broadband yeah. Virgin Media that we have now so it's kind of like if you wanted to go on the internet you needed AOL I don't even really like NTL was about like but I don't feel like it was as big as no. AOL BT yeah because BT yeah BT no, BT was quite late, later yeah it was still like late 90s I think though but AOL mm. was definitely like the more popular one mm. I feel like AOL might have had a deal with Windows at the t- Microsoft oh, at the time yeah. the reason I say that is uh, when I got my computer we you know used to get those discs that you had to like set oh, up your system yeah. <laughs> so I think mine was still on floppies floppy disks <laughs> Yeah, like literally, like having to load your internet like through a floppy disk. <laughs> I think it was multiple floppy floppy disks just to get all the programs. Yeah, it was like step one, please insert floppy disk one. <laughs> Press the button. So like, I remember floppies. Oh, floppy disk. Yeah, they were so cute. 
I used to store a lot of photos on those when I was in school. They were only like 15 meg as well, could you imagine? 15 meg? Like, they were so tiny. 15 meg? That is yeah, so they were, but they weren't anywhere near. Like, That's I'm like a video sure. file on, from my camera, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like one file. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure I had one that was like 15 meg, so I remember wanting to put something on it, and I went to like a computer shop and I was like, how can I put this thing onto here? And they went, you're using a floppy disk. <laughs> it's like 15 meg. You ain't gonna get the like... <laughs> I can't remember what it was I wanted. I think it was like a program or something. And they were like, you need like a USB stick. But this was kind of like really early, early. It was still like very early noise, like maybe like 2000. So yeah. it was kind of when the USB stick hadn't really... So it was still like... And you'd have to get like ridiculous amounts of like size of those kind of things so it just kind of boomed though didn't it oh yeah definitely so i was reading this article on pingdom.com and um they were saying so they did this this study on internet use um between like 2000s and 2010 like in comparison and they said they said there were only 31 million internet users in 2000s which is in perspective, two-thirds the size of Facebook. Wait, only 30... Like, globally, only 31 million? Yeah, and now there's a, almost, tiny. like, two billion. Wow. Globally. I think it was, like, access at the time. It wasn't easy to, easy to sort no. of get onto the internet at that time. And computers were ridiculously expensive. But but think, look... You've got... We've it's all got so one. easy yeah, to use do. your phone. Like, it's literally just... And they're so cheap. You can get one for, like... What? I guess like £100. Quite cheap to get hold of. It's so easy to access the internet now. Fast. Yeah, yeah for us. More fa- but as in more... Yeah. yeah. Now yes. This yes. is like, so what, 10 years that. later, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But then, yeah, this is even like mm. 10 years ago with that study. And even then, it's like it boomed. And what it was saying is actually the top 10 countries of the world are actually not the most... Use, have doesn't have the most users in the world. So obviously places like India and China who have massive populations as well, mm. they actually account for more internet users than the US and the UK yeah. or Europe. And that was in 2010. So, again, that's still probably doubled or tripled or quadrupled oh, yeah. by now in the, the, how fast technology goes. Yeah. I mean, look at um, Google. Before Google, there was Ask Jeeves. Oh, Ask Jeeves, yes. Do you guys know when Ask Jeeves was uh, founded? 1997. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did, like, have a conversation, like, this was, again, when the offices were open and the world wasn't, like, burning all around us. Um... But we actually was, like, talking about this and we were figuring out how old Ask Jeeves was. So we were like, no one ever uses it anymore. Um, and I think it was 97. It was... Oh, I remember it being older than I expected it to be. I didn't think it was as old as it was. But I'm going to say 97. So it was 96, so very close. Yay! But it was, like... That was, like, the way that people got introduced to the internet. Do you remember? It was, like... The first thing you do is go to Ask Jeeves. Yeah. To find anything, it was like, you want to find something? Go to Ask Jeeves. And it's like nothing compared to what Google is now. <laughs> like, Google came in uh, 98. There's a two year difference. So they had a little time to be like, mm, what are you doing here? Here's how we're going to do it yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> 
is 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 it its own word. It's like re- replaced the terminology that people use when they want to search for something. Yeah, it's a verb now. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's. I don't say search. Search is is is, is it. Don't Google. need that anymore. Yeah. I'm just gonna Google it. I'm mm. gonna. Oh, I'll just Google that. If I said, if you asked me, oh, how did you? Oh, I just Googled it. I googled and found pingdom.com. <laughs> <laughs> so. And you can use. Sorry, the I didn't understand. <laughs> I mean, using the Google device as well to like Google things. I guess we're saying Google too much. It's probably. It's yeah. uh, stop. <laughs> it, it, it yeah. If 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 it hears the right keywords, it does kind of stop giving back to you. But you know, it's a good assistant. We can ask it facts, and it will tell us. <gasps> oh my god! If we could just use this facts chat. Fact yeah. Like, hey Google, when was Google founded? The fourth of September, nineteen ninety-eight, Menlo Park, California, United States. Brilliant. Thanks. There you go. Cheers, Thank you, mate. See. We don't need an additional researcher, we're good call. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so this is Google. Mm. I mean, they're, they're like a whole nother thing now, aren't they? Because like with, mm. with Google Home, that's not Google, that's Alphabet. Yeah. Google's like the brand name, but it's not the company name in, in essence, is it? Although I wish Siri worked a little bit better than as as good as, as Google does at activating itself. <laughs> Is Alphabet do they sort of look after different sort of uh well does Alphabet look after sort of own different companies similar to Google? Is it like Um kind of. So they, they have like different departments. So it was kind of like Google were Google and Google were the business. Um, and then they were like, okay, yeah, well, that's one side of it, but actually pr- using all of this data, probably. Mm. Um, massive collectors of data. Like, Google know everything about everyone, I'm pretty yeah. sure about it. Like, if you want to do anything, you go to Google. And even when you're not going to Google, it's still tracking other web pages. It's like, track this site. It knows what websites you're visiting, it knows the kind of things you're looking at. Well, look at cookies. Yeah, exactly. Cookies are, like, such a big example. Like, tracking cookies as well that Mm. kind of sort of, like, see where you go. Like, even to the point, like, I've worked in marketing and I've seen the heat maps that they use from Google to see what where your cursor, like, is on what part of the page to then put content in there and, like, calls to action and things like that. Like... They're very much. They yeah. They have a. They have a lot. So of they've got. They've, they've taken that data essentially and gone. How else? What else can we do to not only like either use this, um, to do something else like their R and D department. They're doing a lot of like AI and robotics and, um, automation. Yeah. So. Um, I realised that they have the cloud platform, which I assume is a little bit of like AWS. Um. Not actually Googled it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, then they've also obviously bought other things like YouTube. Yeah. YouTube wasn't wasn't a Google company. It is now. Google used to have Google videos. Yeah. But it, it was... was the same thing, thing is, Google wasn't uh, scared of being like, we did this shit. Mm. And like just buying something but leaving it as is like almost making it better like I think some companies do swallow up other companies and don't quite make it 
they kind of just ruin it because they kind of control it I kind of feel like it's kind of like let let it just be the case of where we pass money to each other Mm. but let you kind of continue to do you because you You were were successful before we just want in on the money like that's kind of usually what a lot of those ventures are yeah you were doing something or you're a threat to us let's acquire you yeah and gobble you up but they were doing something that obviously you you piqued your interest in the first place but i do think that that is with youtube like it has stayed the essence of what it is and yeah you've got like a lot of like the boom of everything really through through youtube um i mean just everything yeah and like now i really like youtube music and google have now like gotten rid of their music like play music completely and they're like it's just youtube music now that's your life makes sense right i mean there's no point running two is there especially if you're gonna bring in the music but does does this all seem quite natural to you guys do you how do you mean like does it kind of just sort of feel i don't know like just as normal as every other part of kind of like daily life like does like because i don't know what i'm kind of trying to get at is it's like there's all of these things that are happening and I certainly remember at least being a child if I was to be reading about these things I'd kind of be like this is something from a sci-fi show but now it's like all of these things that we now have it's kind of like they're so part of our daily lives from kind of like you know the talking google box that like (laughs) gives us answers to kind of like the fact that where we consume our media from Yes, I guess like you know when we were younger that google was a thing but Mm. it's kind of like the fact that it's expanded does it feel quite natural? Does it feel kind of like, oh, okay, or is it still something that feels I mean, very, I feel like, know, different or alien to you, I guess, in a I, sense? I don't think, I think you've been to my house, so therefore you know that I'm, I know it's nothing feels <laughs> alien to me, um, especially in my house. Um, I like things being easy. I don't mm. believe in having to live, like the whole point of human beings is that we're able to adapt and to get things to work with us, right? We we got we built the wheel for a reason. Yeah. So for me, taking out the things that you you trying to cram into your brain that you need to remember just to like get on with your daily life is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Like why? Like we like right now, I could be. Um, organising something or doing more research or literally being like literally on my computer trying to find the answer to something that I could just ask Google for mm, yeah. I can literally sit here and just set timers set reminders set set things that I don't need to physically take up brain power for and then focus that on actual constructive and productive things yeah um, so no personally I don't just because I kind of maybe that's where we kind of grew up with technology um we kind of grew up at the biggest boom i think yeah Yeah. for me it was sort of a i guess a natural change i wasn't so much honed in on what was happening uh with technology because i was obviously a child i was in school um the only thing i really needed to do was call my mum or or play snakes because i love playing snakes (laughs) (laughs) snakes Um, too you can go for the walls When you play it on a color, uh, on an iPhone now, it's literally not the same no, game. No. You need that old. Yeah. Hard I need button. the little screen. Yeah, and those <laughs> buttons so pillowy and. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so for me, like it wasn't a, um, it it wasn't a change I like really noticed until mm. I started needing those things. Like when I was at uni, or before, like when I was watching like streaming things online, mm. uh, music, games. Um, 
and now I've realised that there's so much you can do. You can ask Google what the weather is like. Well, obviously, you can check your phone for that now. Yeah. But there's so many things I think we've, like, developed to help. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like, like, it's like you're kind of sort of saying that, like, it, there's so many things that are making life simpler that it kind of feels natural because it is just making things easier. Yeah. Like, yeah. for us. And obviously, with most things, like, in nature, you always take the easiest path. If there's something that you can do that's going to cut. I mean, imagine, like, having to kind of needing to find something out before the internet. You'd have to go down to the library. You'd have to, like... All of that would take up time. Three hours worth of something that you can literally spend seconds on doing. And then, as you said, like, doing something else that's more productive or doing something else that you'd rather enjoy doing. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you would enjoy doing that. And I guess some people are still... Some people still like that. And I think that that's maybe because, again, they haven't grown up with it as, as we have. Where it's yeah. kind of, like, it was so embedded in us, like... I remember, like, using computers, like, when I was very young, like, at nursery age, like, three or four, like, doing things and, like, making... So I feel like that we were so young, and even the kids now are even, like, even more embedded in it, especially with, like, the handheld tech. I think yeah. the issue is not... Well, it's not an, is- an issue. I guess it is a concern for a lot of people, is that it's not the technology changes so much. I think we're not understanding how important those technologies are to our everyday lives. Mm. The fact that we have our phones tracking us every day. That's and our, true. Our yeah. Google, as much as they offer us things like, I don't know, I'm sure your devices that can switch on and off the lights, they can tell you how much en- energy you're saving yeah. and make you more effective at, for, um, at sort of looking at the issues around the environment and reducing your carbon footprint, etc. The internet mm. things. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, um, on the flip side of that, it's also monitoring you. What information are we willing to give to Google, YouTube, and all of these sort of corporations that are amazing? Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the thing I trust is, trust you to put the Orwellians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love technology, but I, I do feel like we do. Mean. Recently, they've been having debates about this in Parliament, where they've um, uh, and in America as well, where they've had uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon and all of these big corporations that have Amazon Music they're all becoming very similar platform because they're sort of um, uh, adopting and changing other sort of different companies that maybe were a competition to them yeah and they're just acquiring them just swallowing yeah. them up and being like no there's no there's no actually direct competition because yeah. we're just we're just taking them out yeah. I mean I think that's just the way of the world like that was what uh, like countries western countries are dominated by power by fossil fuels mm. by nuclear there's only a certain amount of people that own those companies and the only reason why they're bringing these new companies in is now they're they're the competition to what is the old way of doing things which yeah. is literally having making sure that you you know the old companies are happy and and you know in america the nra do you know what i mean mm, yeah um, it's always been about certain conglomerates that have been like really ruined the world. It's kind of like in um, Rick and Morty, it's like the Council of Ricks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when um, Evil Morty takes over, and then the, he's like, um, oh, when he's like, yeah, and he was like, we're the ones that really run this city. Blah blah blah. And you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Not> anymore. <laughs> yeah, take them out. Anyone else got a question? Is that what he says? <laughs> so. Um, I just think it's kind of where we're in a, a, a turning point mm. of who kind of holds that power. Mm. I think what's important 
in this time round that's that wasn't I think as aware till too late is that yeah we've had 20 years of Google and collecting data but at the same time we're, we're more aware of we've been made more aware of this at a point in which we can do something about it mm-hmm. did you guys know that in Estonia I think it was Estonia I'd have to I'd have to google it I can't remember now <laughs> I think it was in Estonia anyway but they are 100% digital their government is 100% di- digital they're paperless so like, I'm literally when Mo and I saw it we were like um, why have we never heard about this? Like, what? Like, if you need to apply for anything, you've got, like, a code. There's security measures, but, like, no one can steal your identity. Mm. And you can go in, you can just order your passport. Yep, done. done. But that makes... And it's so much more efficient. Like, mm. paper gets lost. Yeah. It yeah. gets damaged. And also bad for the environment. Exactly. I mean, we don't recycle the trees. Yeah. We don't recycle This is why I was saying, like, we I'm need so the trees no for money the, being to used count right apart the, count, the carbon dioxide that yeah. we're pumping out into the... Like yeah. keep yeah. the trees, yeah. But moving digitally, in terms of like, like for me, like texting is re- like I speed text just because mm. again we grew up in the, the generation that don't get me wrong, but moving from buttons to screens was a transition for me. It was a bit for me. I I could, I could I could I could I could use the one to zero the one to zero to nine should I say to send any message without looking. Yeah, couldn't do yeah, that yeah. with touchscreen <laughs> but um, for me like MSN <gasps> using MSN oh, and talking with my friends was I think what taught me to type so quickly like you couldn't be in a group message like there wasn't like it's kind of like what we were saying about iMessage now I know that yeah. Apple are going to sort this out on the next upload update but <laughs> it was it's kind of like replying to a message in a group conversation when we're having a conversation you say something up here we say something yeah. like you, it's not easy to, to do like like yeah. in whatsapp you can reply you had to get in quick if you wanted so you learned to like type really quick did you guys it told me how to touch type MSN. yeah yeah same. like i literally because it was one of those things where like it would kind of be like you'd be in a group chat and so many people would be talking or even if you're just talking with one person it was just kind of like you'd be having a conversation so quickly that it was just like if you were just sitting looking at that, you're missing the things that are coming in. So that means you might need to, like, kind of sort of change your response or whatever to kind of keep yeah. up with it. It was so good for stuff like that. And even, I feel like, the fact that now, at work, currently, I'm using a programme that pretty much is just MSN, but for work. As in, what? Well, yeah, like, everyone <laughs> has it. Like, Google Meet, Google Hangout, sorry, is, is on your thing, Teams. Um, Slack. and I'm just like this is what we've been made for like this is how we got introduced yeah, to yeah. internet of life like um, I do I do worry a little about like social social media so I got out of social media for maybe what like five years mm-hmm. um, as you guys know I don't really you didn't really use social media at all like in that period of time yeah um, but I remember Back in high school or secondary school, um, my friends forcing me to get MySpace. 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 Oh, so yeah. MySpace was founded in in two thousand three. Wow, two thousand three. Yeah, that's actually roughly when I started going online. Yeah, it, that's what I mean. It was like the the time in which you started like spending your own time on the computer. Yeah. yeah. Without your parents being like, you have an hour. 
and then you're going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> quizzes and like have like different songs like playing when people went on your profile. Yeah, it was just like um, your Facebook page, but yeah. nothing else. That like, you just visited people's pages, and you could like do the little um, box things that you could like have a scroll of your pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love that. Stuff. I wish MSN. I mean MSN. I wish Facebook <laughs> did more things like that. That would be so much fun. I don't think I would have the time to, to maintain that anymore. Facebook's no, actually. I mean, more... I wouldn't, but it would still be nice. Facebook took that and went one beyond, didn't it? I think it's actually yeah. better this way because I think. Okay, although those elements on MySpace was customizable, not mm. everyone that wants to network wants to network in this specific way. Yeah. I feel yeah, like Facebook is kind of a plain template. Facebook. Facebook mm. <laughs> 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 is like quite a nice template that it's just easy to find everything. But they yeah. started doing a thing similar to Instagram stories. So, you know, when you click on the stories, oh, you can. Oh, I did see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know, that's Snapchat. Is, by the way, Snapchat. Snapchat, that's literally the thi- what Snapchat oh, is. Like, the... st- think stories that disappear after a while that's yeah. Snapchat yeah. that's why that's what Instagram they, they yeah. added into Instagram and now they've added into Facebook as by well. the way Facebook has had it for a really long time because obviously Facebook and Instagram uh, Facebook owns Instagram yeah. so they might have got because Facebook's had that for years not Instagram I don't look at it they've not had Instagram for years well, I assume no but as in, there's in Facebook's had stories on it for years oh has it I, yeah. I, I mean I don't ever look at them because I'm not on Facebook that much but no they've had them for a few years mm. so Facebook was founded in 2004, but I know that it was like this like community thing because they made it. Didn't they make it for like their university or something? And then it yeah, was it Harvard? Or I something think it was an internal sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then it kind of stands. So I don't. I it never said whether or not it was like when it was that for that mm-hmm. use. I don't remember using like Facebook till like maybe 2006, 2007. Yeah, I think I joined in 2000. Can you guys guess when I like created my Facebook? Go on, <gasps> oh 2007. Oh, not too far off. I'm gonna say late two thousand and six. Two thousand and eight actually. Really? Oh, okay. yeah. So I, I, I think I created mine in two thousand and six, two thousand seven because I'm just I haven't actually looked but I How could find this out. Um, if you go in the settings. <laughs> yeah, we could we can give each everybody the directions of how to, to find out. Well I, I definitely think that I like I started um Facebook around 2006, 2007. Oh, right. I, I, I'm just thinking oh, about age. It tells you on your... It literally tells you on the front page of your profile. I'm so done. So, <laughs> I have it now. Okay. Oh, it's a bit... I joined it a bit later than I thought I did, July actually. 2008 oh. is mine. September 2007. Oh, wow. you joined, we just sounded so old just You then. joined a month... You joined a month before me. I joined to be fair, so this is this is true of, of my, both MySpace and Facebook. I was forced to do all of social media, like Bebo. Um, oh my god, forced. I used to love Bebo. I never really used it. Like I, I use more MySpaces, mm. MySpaces, MySpace, and then like my friend sat me down in the like library at school. The computer, I don't, it wasn't really a library. It was like like a computer school, computer computer section. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have any books. It was just like, and they sat me down and was like, signing up now. <laughs> this is your Facebook account. Use it. The thing that was really popular in my school was High Five. High Five. Oh, I yeah. I have an account somewhere floating around. I, I had that as well. Do you know when that that came out? Oh, that'd be interesting to know. I never actually used it. I don't think. I'm gonna say actually. I use High Five more than Bebo. I did. I did as well. Two thousand and I'm gonna say who. Six. 
2003. Oh, okay. But again, like, I feel like some of these, like, 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 MySpace was like 2003, Facebook 2004, but we never used Facebook till like 2007, 2008. Yeah. yeah. So there was, I feel like there was opportunity for other people to kind of slide in before Facebook took over the world. Um, <laughs> but there was that. And then um, the thing that I think MSN actually introduced, and then you kind of mentioned it with like Bebo and stuff like that. Mm was, like, the internet games, like, online gaming. Yeah. Farmville massively t- made people, like, flock to Facebook oh to play. My mum didn't know how to really use a computer <laughs> until she created a Facebook account to play Farmville. Literally just it's to play so Farmville. Yeah. <laughs> I used to sit there and, like, I'd be wanting to go on the computer. It's not only was she be on it, but then she'd be like, how do you think my farm looks? It's like, love, just get off the computer. Oh, <laughs> you were playing this for hours. She was like, literally, like, I so, she I used to make me, she used to be like, you need to send me things. You need, yeah, yeah, I want to upgrade my farm. Like, you need to send me something. Didn't you want to yeah, the same thing as I? I'd be oh, like, Dale, oh, God, and send me this gift. Dale, come look at this. <laughs> Dale, look Do you know what's real. really funny? My mum's not into the internet. Like, <laughs> it, she's never been into online games, yeah. But my mum, actually forced me to get Twitter and Instagram. Oh, did she? Like, my mother <laughs> forced me. <laughs> That's not the way round no, it should be. No. But <laughs> I, apparently I have to be forced into everything social media. So. <laughs> but yeah, like, internet games, did you guys ever, like, so this this is, I'm, I would be really upset if, we, if you guys haven't played this, but did you guys play Neobet? Yes, I used to have the physical ones. Did you? I had the yeah. Are those the? I was so obsessed. I used to love Neopets, but I used to play online as well. It was basically like yeah, it was like the the Tamagotchi concept, wasn't it? But you can also like play games with them, and that's also where I learned how to play cheat. Oh. Yeah. So like, so I remember someone was like, "Oh, do you know how to play bullshit?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, and then they start explaining. It. Oh, cheap! Oh, you know, you got you got to go for the PC version, the child friendly version. Oh. <laughs> but I, that's how I learned how to play cheat so well. Oh, you can, you have uh, Neopets to hate for that. <laughs> oh, I still love Neopets. I don't think I played it. I just had a check. Really? Uh, on Google. Uh, so I had like two physical I've ones that were like I never had any physical ones, and then. So you had, like, the little figurines that, like, did stuff, but then you also then had, like, this little egg thing that you could get, and you yeah. opened it up, and it was, like, a Tamagotchi on one side, and on the other, it was kind of, like, the mini version of the thing you got, and then you could, like, move it around, and it would do... It was so cute. It was, like... To me, I thought it was, like, the most state-of-the-art thing. It I was, think, like... I think that's showing our age The difference in our ages. I liked Neopets, and then I moved on. <laughs> I moved on. Um, did you guys ever play mini clips? Why so? So mini clips was like literally just like a site where you could just go play random online games, like yeah, just like oh, like, flash games, yeah, yeah, like flash games, yeah, yeah, mini clips, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a racing game that I used to do on it all the time, and one where you used to throw a snowball. You're like these little yeah. like <laughs> mini elves, and you had to like hit people with snowballs. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, I used to play mini clips a lot. I think that's what like I think. Facebook tried to emanate. Yeah. Emulate. 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 That's a cough. <laughs> um, there was many clips. And then, in terms of like 
like I think as well we had the boom of like chat rooms like yeah. there was that play as well chat room did you guys do it for GCSE no we did Blood Brothers well I, I mean I, I won't bother going to my GCSE because <laughs> it was long but there was a lot of levels to my GCSE drama but, but the, so like the people who did just GCSE drama they mm. didn't do the BTEC they did chat room and it was like about that culture of us sitting behind screens and I think that's like the world now it's not just kids yeah. anymore um cyberbullying or having chats or chat roulette <laughs> oh my god was it called amigo it was called oh that was that was the other one that was basically the same thing as chat roulette yeah amigo. oh i don't i don't remember that I, to be oh. fair i only visited chat roulette when i was with people <laughs> you don't really, really do oh that no i didn't do that on my yeah. own no there's some yeah um, there was chat roulette. and then um, I think even before chat roulette because chat roulette was still run when we were at uni I don't even know when that came out but Habbo Hotel <gasps> oh my god I used to be so obsessed with Habbo Hotel I was always in Habbo Hotel I used Hotel. to love Habbo Hotel did you spend money on Habbo Hotel I personally didn't but I asked people to spend money for me so <laughs> it's <ridiculous. laughs> I've never actually been on that Hotel. you oh, were missing out I wouldn't suggest so you try going on it now because no. it might have it was basically like a virtual chat room. Mm. So you entered the hotel and you had yourself a room which you could design and put sofas and, and make, have parties in and stuff like that. Or you go to like make other people's... Yeah, like people can come and visit and buy stuff and stuff like that. And then you literally would like type things to chat and they come up with little uh, speech bubbles above your little avatar's head. Yeah. That was kind of... Men to be 3D, but wasn't really 3D. It was kind of like a 3D <laughs> on a 2D plane. Yeah! Like, okay. <laughs> like, it was weird shadowing, I would call yeah. it. More than 3D. But, um, yeah, and then you, like, could do things. And then uh, that's, like, with, like, ASL. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, ASL was, like, a biotel thing. Like, age, sex, yeah. location. Yeah, I remember ASL. Yeah, everyone was saying that. To be yeah. fair, I think that's just all chat rooms. Yeah. wasn't it like I feel like it's been the what, the term's been dirtied a little bit now but before it used to be fairly innocent yeah you just to find out like who a person was mm. you know it's just easier to just kind of sort of say yeah. yeah to sort of spark up a conversation really yeah I think we definitely have the the generation that pick up kind of like acronyms a lot oh, God, maybe yeah. that's why as well because where we kind of came from the chat room thing yeah. where we shortened everything especially texting yeah. texting as well you only had so many characters you had to build a shorthand yeah <laughs> you couldn't be using all of those characters it's like twitter it's limiting how many characters you can use yeah because i'm pretty sure that the twitter character limit is like the limit you'd have in a text message i think that was the point yeah i think people still say the stupid shit <laughs> well yeah yeah there's that <laughs> But yeah, like that was Habbo Hotel. And then um, you might maybe know this one. It was like My Coke. It was, um, there was, it was Coke Music. Yeah, I used to I go on Coke, Coke Music. Yeah. So it was actually called My Coke, yeah. but everyone called it Coke Music. And it was basically yeah. like the same thing, like a room and that you can go and talk to people, like a virtual chat room. Mm. Um, but I don't think it ended up being as big in my space at least no it wasn't it, people kind of used it a bit and would kind of use it to like get a break from the hotel but like yeah it was alright but it didn't kind of have the same charm to it I think was part of the issue and you couldn't really customise things I think as much from what I remember but there was a lot of music emphasis on it which is kind of I think why it's called Coke Music because they had like 
I'm pretty sure, I can't remember what the relation to music was now, but you did like music related things in it as well, because I had like little mini games, I think. Mm. It was quite fun, but no, it wasn't really big in my circle either. I think that became the main reason why I started to use go online more often mm. around leaving school, but when I first started school and I was going on the internet, it was more to like play games or um, watch TV or like yeah. find different clips going, um, Daily Motion was a thing? Daily Motion, well oh, I mean Daily yeah. Motion still is a thing, but YouTube's kind of, taken over. kind mm-hmm. of, you know, like Google did. Um, well it is Google. Yeah it is now, <laughs> but it did even before that, like I feel yeah. like it was kind of the go-to place. For me though, I had dial-up for a long time, mm. so um, YouTube for me was painful to get into because it meant like, do you remember like you could only do like, was it like a 30 second video? You could only upload a 30 second video. Yeah. yeah. And then you could, um, it's a bit like TikTok. <laughs> Which is basically Vines. Yeah, a Vine, yeah. yeah. Which is no longer around either, Vines. It's been Well, that's killed. what TikTok is. Memes, yeah, it's memes, it. we have memes. Oh my god, the age of memes. I feel like that properly kicked off when we got to uni, though. Because I feel like before then it was kind of more like, if you were like a 4chan Reddit kind of user, you were more into that. And then I think literally when we got to uni, which is probably like, what, 2011, 2012, it just went bang. And like, suddenly I remember they were everywhere and everybody Mm. was... Because I remember, do you remember the Kingston University memes page? And they literally, on Facebook, and they literally would just post, like, memes about Kingston University, like, all the time, like... No, I don't. There's, like, I a don't meme of Patrick that. being, like, someone should get McCluskey's and push it into the I river. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, I do remember some of them. I don't remember a page. I remember getting them. Mm. Yeah, they were so funny. Yeah, there was, like, a, someone did a whole Facebook page and was just, like, posting them, like, the ones that people... They were so funny. Scooter Granny had her own page as well. She did, yeah. I mean, I don't know if she knew she had a, 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 her own page. And, and for, for everybody else, <laughs> Scooter Granny, we called her we called her Scooter Granny, but it was in an endearing way. Oh, like, yeah, she was a celebrity. She was, like, literally the, the biggest thing out of Kingston University to everyone who was currently there. Yeah. And she, she was a, a patron. She she, uh, was, she yeah. had like three degrees or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Quite, yeah. She like um, worked for the BBC in like like when she. Was I can't like even really actually young. remember her real name, but she no. used to literally like be on a push scooter. Yeah, and uh, just you'll see her like scooting herself down the road to the shops. I don't even know where she was going, but she was just e- epic. You'd just spot her on her little she like scooter. <laughs> she just like whizzed down the road. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, although she was hip in the way that she had picked up on scooters, mm. I'm not sure she would have made it in her, like, 80s to find her Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> she she like that. Why are you saying that, though? Yeah. I know I, I have relatives that are, like, pushing their 80s that are, like, on Facebook, scrolling, yeah. sharing things. I go home sometimes. I go to see my Gmail. And... I have walked into a room and seen my profile, Facebook profile picture, or something someone's tagged me in, printed and on the wall. Oh, yes. that's so sweet. And, and I'm like, Gemma, you stalk me so much. Like, why are you stalking me? Like, sometimes I like I see that she's done something, and if I happen to have been on Facebook on the computer, which mm. is very, very, very rare, 
I'll be like, Jima, why are you stalking me? She's like, what did I do? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, what did I do? And I was like, oh, you did this. But she just doesn't understand what it was that she did. And it's hard to tell like when you're like not together. But yeah, she she uses Facebook more than I do. Yeah. It's, it's, I think what that shows is how important technology is to so many different people. Because yeah. I guess for people that are maybe older than us, yeah. technology obviously came in a bit late. So they're not necessarily using it in the same way that we are by, you know, just quickly Googling. Well, they might go quickly Google the answer to something, but they not, might not be streaming. They might not be, I don't know. My doing... grandma finds the Trinidad news on, on, on YouTube and she'd be, she'd be watching that. Sometimes she'd be sending YouTube, YouTube videos and I'm like, Jima, how did you figure it out? I'm proud, but I need to know how this actually happened. Uh, yeah, I want to I wanna know that process. <laughs> And I think it's like interesting that technology is used for so many different by so many different people for different things. So like my elderly my elder relatives for example, they would uh like check on how we're doing. Mm. Um they would like comment and stuff. But that's the way they connect with us because mm. we're not always on the phone if that makes sense. The fact that I've got a mobile phone and I can see whether or not my great grandma, which is still alive um, whether or not she is like you know she's liked something or she's written a comment on something mm. or she shared something with me mm. and I can do that like instantaneously yeah back in 2003 when I was using the internet for the first time although we had chat rooms it wasn't it was talking online it wasn't in the same way it was always you had to be sitting at a computer yeah. by your desk and spending a good couple of hours on it because your internet may not work later mm. on now you can access the internet any second it's really sweet now how, like, the internet is kind of... I got what you were saying about the... Like, how the internet, kind of, when you were first using it, was about kind of chat rooms and, like, when you were connecting with people, it was kind of, like, connecting with new people. Um, but I feel like with, like, Facebook and stuff now, especially Facebook, actually, it's kind of like you can keep up with people that are literally, like, you know, hundreds of miles away. Like, the fact that... At any time, you can have a look and see what, like, you know, your great-grandma's been up to during her day. She decides to post that in the same way, yeah. like, vice versa. Like, you can keep up with people without having to kind of sort of call them and stuff, which obviously is also easier now because of the internet. Mm. Um, but I think it kind of helps you connect with people, like, like, or form deeper connections with people that you wouldn't have necessarily been able to when the technology was newer. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. That is definitely the biggest thing about all of this, isn't it? Connectivity and how we can um, <clears throat> do things that we never we couldn't do before, like working from home. Yeah. That would never have worked before, um, especially, like, the amount of people who are using Zoom now. Like, you, my grandparents using Zoom is not something that they thought that they would need to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot more people who are like, okay, I'm going to find new ways of, of, of being connected. Like, even WhatsApp before that was a way for people to connect with um, nieces or nephews that still lived in a different country or something yeah. like that. And you can have a conversation like you were saying. So I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, it definitely has that broad um, spectrum of usefulness. Yeah. yeah. It's got a broad appeal as well because everyone's like... Oh, obviously everyone's using uh, technology in the way that we are uh, in terms of phones, the internet. Everything's sort of instantaneous. We've got that sort of instant 
you know, fact check when by going on Google, we get that instant connection by going on Instagram and liking a photo, you know, from one of your best mates or yeah. leaving a comment on your grandma's, you know, Facebook stairs, sort mm-hmm. of in your pocket. And it's almost bizarre for me to think that, you know, 10, year, 10, 15 years ago, it was just not a thing. Yeah. Um, but if we can take how quickly technology has moved in, like, say, 15 years or 20 years, just imagine the next 20 years and how things might develop then. Mm. Um, Would it have gone even faster? Maybe it, it takes half the time. It's like what we were saying before about the internet. Like, in 10 years, this much boomed, but then in the next 10, that could have doubled. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I, I think it's just important for us to sometimes embrace the things that we're... We make these things because they are useful, right? Yeah. But also opening our eyes more and not letting us fall into this um, hole of this is what should should be, so I'll just do it the way I know. And I think if we start doing that from young, you know, they say like old people, like they're like, uh, was it leopards that don't change their spots or something no. like that, like old, can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm. That will be completely out the window, like it has been in this year. 2020 was the precipice of that kind of notion I think um, yeah. and I hope that people choose to kind of embrace it more they seem to have so far but I suppose like things like 5G and having super fast internet and the kind of possibilities that 5G can open up the avenues that it can open up in terms of uh, making automated cars more safe making home security more safe yeah if you want to bring it down to a, a personal level, it has like the potential to not only affect businesses but to affect you in terms of the type of connectivity you can have. And it's a shame that um, we don't really trust our um, decision makers yeah. to make a deal that might not then turn around and threaten us. And I do get where people are coming from in that sense because mm. we have, I mean, smoking, for example, cigarettes used to be smoking them in hospitals now we know it's terrible for us and it gives us cancer yeah so I, I get that i do um but at the same time if we always block ourselves off into new avenues then we'll never be able to you know get to the point where we're having the flight the hoverboards like they have in back <laughs> to the future you know what i mean yeah and I think some of, some of it as well is about making those technology more accessible. So making mm-hmm. it more, like, obviously if the community requires that, like, um, I'm thinking about places that may be a bit more remote where the internet is a bit patchy, like making sure that you've got, because we're so reliant on these technologies and I think and, and these different ways of connecting, yeah. I think through choices in these smaller villages that, villages that we may have across the UK, making sure that they're properly wired up in a way that sort of doesn't destroy you know, sort of the natural nature part of those places, yeah. uh, locations. Um, and yeah, making sure people can connect and make sure people have access to this wo- wonderful utility that we have, which is essentially the internet. Um, and also other technologies like mobile phones and yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's all about like, it's going into much deeper things to think about like the levels of making sure that everyone has things fair and stuff like that but it takes a lot it's a lot harder to invest in for companies places that don't have the buzz as 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 london or birmingham or manchester have however um 
things like the pandemic has shown that if you don't have to be in a city to fulfill your job, what well, well then maybe the city's not gonna look like what we're used to the city looking like. Yeah. Mm. Um the cities were a hub for produce, for things, for markets, mm. for, you know, uh, fish coming up the Thames, stuff like that. Like, obviously, you, you get that. Mm. Um, but now we kind of like, actually, what is the point of piling on top of each other like fish, like studies, yeah. and squishing ourselves into this small city? When we can spread out, we can stop polluting just this, this, this the air of Londoners and Manchester, Man- Manchonians, what are they? Mancunians, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just city livers yeah. have less quality air than if you live out in the countryside. Why? Because you're build, you're literally putting ten people on yeah. top of each other. Yeah. So, I have I have two questions for you guys before we finish up. Then. Okay. <laughs> so, first one is. What are you most looking for in the poss- forward to in terms of like the possible like kind of use of the internet or tech I guess because the, the, that's kind of becoming one I suppose with mobile phones and stuff like that tech and the internet is mm. um, in- intertwined. Um, and the second question uh, is what do you feel like from your your experiences that we've spoken about today and like um, the things we used to do on the internet and the social media and a sense of it like that it could be anything that you feel like is most kind of maybe attributed to um, kind of skills that you use quite frequently today maybe in the workplace, maybe at home like how was that kind of fed into your now I'd say what I want to see is like kind of like technology but technology you can control with your mind (laughs) so like you kind of like put something on your head and you can like control like you know your mouse cursor you can like do all that kind of stuff but just by sitting there and like using your kind of brainwaves but I know that that probably sounds a bit sci-fi but I think they have now like people who like amputees that have limbs that literally are I guess they are connected to them so maybe Mm. that's like maybe that's where the difference is there but like you know they can control their hat and it's like literally bionic arm and they can move their fingers and do all that stuff and it's just like they're using their mind to do that so I think that there might be potential for that to happen it'd be really cool as well like just imagine like you want to change the TV it's just like you think of the channel it needs to be on and then it changes it and you blink Mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's like that'd be good for people who are like paraplegics and stuff like that Um, I do believe that I I, someone told me about this on the the weekend but I haven't actually like looked it up but Elon Musk has been doing something with pigs a chip in pig's brains that like is is basically like looking to do that like mm-hmm. um so i guess they would have to start human trials but yeah he oh just inserts this this thing he's raving been raving about and i've been meaning to look it up but i haven't yet but yeah just just so you know which i, th- I think that is very much possible yeah because i think what it does is like gets the electrical signals and it just passes through a chip yeah, yeah. that basically just process processes that would you do that Ooh. I mean, Not I don't want to be anybody's guinea pig, no. I would want to do it on my brain, but I feel like if it was 
some sort of tech that replaced a bit of my If body. I was missing a limb, I would want to do it. Yeah. But I feel like at the moment, that's just me being lazy. Yeah. Then <laughs> it helping me, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't want to, I probably wouldn't want to be eager enough to start a trial or do it at its current stage. Yeah. But I, I would be up for it eventually after it's like mass market, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'd be up for trying it. It'd be jokes. You want to make sure it's safe first. It doesn't give you like a, <laughs> <laughs> it give you like a, a brain bleed or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, don't Turn you into a zombie. Or... <laughs> Maybe that's how it starts. It'd be it's like, like the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, and what would you say the thing is that you've found most useful or used more often or turned into something that? you benefited from the skills you learned using that, that software? Um, I mean, like, MSN. Like, I used to be on MSN, like, all the time. And <laughs> thinking back, I probably think it was supposed to be, like, for professionals to use, but I have a feeling that teenagers took it over <laughs> and made it into their own thing. I think so too. But, like, it's kind of like, I, we use that technology now, obviously it won't, like, especially with covid to the fact that i mean to be fair we used it before because we used to work with people from south africa so it's and still do so it's kind of like i mean you had to you can't really like travel to south africa for one meeting it's a bit like <laughs> stuff. um but yeah it's kind of like because where i've been so used to kind of using that technology and it taught me how to touch type msf yeah um I think it's kind of that. It's just, like, the fact that I've been so used to, even from when I was, like, really young, like, doing stuff with technology. Like, I was the kid in the neighbourhood that people would ask to fix their computer. And I wouldn't really know, know, know what I was doing. I'd just kind of get in, experiment, and, like... And it would work. And it would just be like, okay. Because I just kind of... Because I think sometimes people are a bit... A bit resistant to technology. Whereas I think if you just kind of sort of delved into it and just experimented with it for a little while I think you would it would be less scary because you'd kind of sort of see how it works like in the nuts and bolts thing so I'd just say definitely the fact that I was an adventurous child with it but also <laughs> I used it an awful lot and I think it's really helped especially now with Covid and with like reliance on teams and all of that kind of stuff it's like I was using that to talk to my friends like 15 years ago like this is just like the same this difference. is child's play. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about you, Dom? Uh, so in answer to, I'll start with question two. Um, no, okay. <laughs> Going in a ruler. Um, for me, I think it's kind of like my experiences with technology at, at an earlier point in my life sort of gave me a template to learn other bits of tech. So what it sort of gives me is that sort of foreknowledge that, well... It's kind of like a skill. It's like when you learn to drive a car, even if you haven't driven in like five, ten years, at least I hope not, um, you don't forget how to drive a car. You might be a bit rusty at the start, but you can still do your, change your gears. Like and muscle memory kicks in. Yeah, muscle memory. Mm. And I think that's what it's given me, a muscle memory to sort of, you know, my work uses a completely different software that I have to use. Mm. I can just go in, understand that you've got a main menu, you maybe have like a start bar. You may have somewhere where uh, some sort of settings area. Just knowing that that bit of a software is there, you know that this is where you'll configure things. Mm. Um, it sounds really simple, but I imagine that, like, for someone like my mum, when she first started using technology, she didn't probably know that there was a settings menu to go in to yeah. change the colour of this screen or 
I don't know, move this off or change your privacy and all of this sort of stuff. So yeah, my, in summary, it's given me sort of a template and muscle memory to learn different bits of tech as time goes on. Mm. Um, and in terms of tech uh, that I'd maybe want in the future is something where you could maybe like download a skill set to your... I feel like the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Where you like, you can download a bit of, maybe you want to be really good at Kung Fu or I don't know, or you want to be able to be a a quick learner or a quick reader and you want to be able to read as many books as like, you know, you enjoy as as much as I do. Um, You can just download a chip or put something, download a program or something that helps you do that. I mean, basically learn the skill. It kind of makes us cyborgs. But yeah, you can like learn the skills. It doesn't have to necessarily be in your brain, but it could be like something in your arm where you, yeah. yeah. That's my yeah. Didn't I? they have those microchip things? I'm pretty sure this was like in 2013 though. Whether you could put like a patch on you and it did something and it was like a chip, but I can't remember what it did. So it might be like coming. I <laughs> honestly, I feel like that I shouldn't have even said that because that was not helpful. It did not describe. <laughs> 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 I would chuck that statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's doing it. Um, what about you, actually? So, I would say I'm most looking forward to... Um, I wouldn't mind a robot. <gasps> I mean, people are already embracing it. I wouldn't mind a vacuum cleaner robot that just does its thing. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Wish it could tack stairs, but we'll get there. Um, I, I, they were just like, for me endless possibilities and I suppose sometimes I'm a bit further into the converting my life into tech than other people are yeah um so I know that there are things like the affordable phones that look amazing and I knew that they were coming out like ages ago but there was this dog that people have that's a robotic dog I can't remember who has it I saw it on um, this YouTuber's uh, where a page is MKBHD. He was doing a, a, a review of literally a, a, an electronic dog. It was great. Whoa. It would run, it would walk, and it would just follow you. Like you, oh. you could use it on a remote. It was great. It was great. It sounds like K9 from Doctor Who. I it think does. that's amazing, and it's, it's so much cheaper than having a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> people if you can't afford it have a robot one be fun it's yapping too much or destroying your carpet just switch oh, off yeah. <laughs> just like sleep yeah. <laughs> commands commands robot. really do mean commands <laughs> like literally I, command mode and then you like speak some code and it will like change a setting or something like that <laughs> but so yeah it's just like the the, the um, kind of limited the endless limitations that, that well, no limitations the endlessness of the opportunities that they can do with robotics and stuff like that mm. i think that's quite quite cool um i'd love to see more of that um i don't even get me started on smart home because there's a load of things i want to happen that just need to happen already <laughs> um and one thing that i've learned i would say or find most useful is um the ability to kind of multitask into it like I bet you there's not that as many people than people like around our age that have as many tabs open as we do that is very true I've got hundreds open on my phone like literally (laughs) everyone I know has crap loads of tabs like but it's not even just that like if we 
um, were on MSN. We were on MSN at the same time as maybe playing a game or the same time as doing oh, yeah. something. Like we used to multitask a lot, and I think mm. just because you might, I might be like looking at something on my phone doesn't actually mean that I'm not also able to write an email or yeah. sell sell a pitch between texts. Like you, there's no reason why you have to focus on one task. Yeah. Um, and do that, and I think that, that that has helped me personally. I don't know. I can't speak to, for others, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that all of those things has helped me to not only, like you said, pick up things quickly. I can move around. I just I don't need an instruction manual. Just give me some stuff off. I'll use an instruction manual when I get into a spot of trouble. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually better with like. Uh, software than I am with like manual building it's like <laughs> even though like it's there I, it's like, software speaks to me yeah, yeah same which which explains why we're all in software so <laughs> what can I say a bit of bias on the podcast for you guys yeah <laughs> well we all work for different kinds of software we do yeah and doing different things currently to software with software yeah to and with I guess to and with and for I don't yeah. know. Because <laughs> all of these two software, I guess I do things to and with software. Yeah. And you do things with software. But I guess to software as well. Yeah, not as much probably. Yeah. I manipulated to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the limitations of software. This is what we're going to do to achieve the end goal. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be my go-to for at least 10 years I think 10 years will move really quickly yeah um, and I look forward to it yeah. yeah thanks for tuning in don't forget to click subscribe to get notified of future episodes for additional content behind the scenes fun and more of our beautiful faces give us a follow on Instagram at p3podcast you can follow me on IG at Shay underscore Cam. Look forward to seeing you there. Hi, the name's Liam. I've got pics. You want to see them? Well, then don't wait till tomorrow. Give us a follow. Go on IG and search at LA Doheny. You can follow me, Dale, on Instagram at DaleCam11. Yeah, go on. Follow me.